Hi guys, um, welcome to the first episode of Rhyme Overalls. I Hello. <laughs> this is going to be a little podcast about what it's like to be a teenager in today's world and kind of just give the teens a voice because people always talk about us, but we're just in the awkward middle of adult and child. So hi, I'm your one of your hosts, Tony. Hello, I'm your other host, Mariella, and we are not alone. We are joined by a very special guest. <laughs> Jaden, I'm here as the first guest, and I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> so yeah, honourable, honourable. Um, how has you guys' week been? Because I know life's crazy. How have we been? Well, honestly, obviously, pandemic things has been limiting what we can do. What about you, Jaden? How's your week been? Ooh. My week has been, I feel like good is su- such a statement that everyone just says to not be asked <laughs> if, their, if their week was okay. But yeah, my week was actually good. Um, I found out that I got into a acting company. Oh, yeah, which is quite cool. Okay, girl. Yeah, you see, I'm trying to get my pee in it. So, hey, okay, girl. Yeah, so. Good. Yeah. What about you, Tony? My week has been, I don't know, I feel like my week's always a bit crazy, but like they're bleak for a moment and then something crazy happens and then we start again. Yeah. Your life seems so adventurous. It's interesting. <laughs> it's a lot. Let's talk about relationships. I'm kind of feeling, you feeling that? Okay. I'm feeling I'm, it. I'm feeling it. Relationships in this age, I feel like as a teenager, especially, relationships are like hypersexualized. Like everything yes. is about looks, about yeah. oh, like I want to go with big boobs, you know, coke bottle body, all of that. Seriously, <laughs> what? And I don't really think hormones are an excuse because that's the excuse normally, isn't it? You know, oh, we're hormonal. No, like yeah, I I have my period every week, every like every oh. every month, even <laughs> not every week. I have my period every month. I don't want to like body slam every male I see. Like, come on. I feel like they use it as an excuse. And the reason why I, I like I was thinking about this mindlessly whilst I was doing something. And I realized the reason why everyone's so focused on bodies is because their only intention for a relationship is sex. Wow. That's so true. Um I to be honest, I I, I kind of think that comes from like watching websites that display um that kind of content I'm not going to say the word because we might get demonetized I don't know but we all know what we're talking about here yeah I feel like obviously as kids we discover those websites and then obviously we're watching and that's what we think you know is real being together is like but it's it's not and it's not even accurate the stuff in those videos isn't really well most of it isn't really accurate so you know, I feel like it's quite common nowadays that there's a lot of at- attention on how people look, like you said, but it's to the point that like their personality doesn't personality doesn't matter anymore. And I find it so weird because I feel like physical attraction will grow on you despite like how a person looks. If you're mentally me? attracted to someone, physically they become even more attractive. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just—it's sad how superficial this generation is becoming. Yeah, and 
I understand why older generations look down on us and they're like, you guys are heathens. <laughs> you know, you focus on, I feel like the innocent lots of us, like us, get accused of some wild things. Yeah. Yeah. We're born in this year, in this generation. There are really some teenagers who think like a relationship is what their life is supposed to be. Like there are girls that don't clean the house unless a man is coming over. Do you know what I mean? It's like there are really people out here acting like a relationship is like once you're in a relationship, that's it. Life complete. Like now we just got to do the same thing every day for the rest of time. I really don't like that because I feel like there's a big emphasis emphasis on relationships being the pinnacle of life and marriage being the pinnacle of life when really that's only one part of who who you are like if if you find validation in a relationship that's very problematic not very yeah um i recently about to put my business on the internet um got out of a relationship oh really really, Jaden? definitely Wow, um, why don't you tell us that that, that story, Tony? <laughs> yes, for the yeah. first time ever, you guys are going to hear this. Um, I realised a lot of things about myself and how much of my self-worth I, play, I placed on that person and in that relationship. And yeah. walking away from it was so freeing. And, you know, it's led me to great things like this podcast. You know, starting new things and being creative and reading books more, just being yourself in the best way, hanging out with friends doing the greatest things in the world and it's like I don't want another relationship because I want to explore me and enjoy my teenagehood and all of that jazz and I'm, I'm having fun right now so you don't need relationships to be a teenager yeah and I feel like when you look back on it maybe when you're like 20 or 25 20 to 25 you'll be like I wasted so much time being concerned about relationships when you probably don't even speak to that person you're in a relation you were in a relationship with Kids, kids are really trying to like recreate as well what they see in like the movies and like fan fiction. Like they think, I don't know. It's like, especially like with with obviously, if you put your happiness on someone else, you like make that person something they're not. If that yeah. makes, and it's not fair to either of you. Like you make them, yeah. you make them bigger than yourself and better than yourself. If that makes sense, one thousand percent you're going to fight sometimes and you're not going to get along and you're going to disagree and there are going to be ugly parts of your relationship, but you don't give up on it. And that's what, that's what, what love is, you know, you kind of, and I'm not talking about abuse at all, but you know, you're, it, you're still going to fight obviously. And it's, but that's, I guess that's the other end of the spectrum, isn't it? Not, not noticing abuse and that kind of thing. Like, yeah. But I feel like in yeah. our age, abuse would probably happen more because people put so much value in relationships they feel that they can probably justify abuse definitely I think I think for our age there are more abusers and there are more abuse victims because we're all new and we don't really realize what we're doing like obviously I'm not I'm not like I'm not trying to sympathize with any horrible people out there but obviously some some teen boys and some teen girls can say and do things and don't really realize it's abuse and obviously like people can change and stuff and then at the same time you have some kids who don't realize like they're in a situation that's really like really not good at the same time Mm. 
yeah. A lot of people have really toxic friendships and that dynamic yeah. seeps into their relationship and they end up in these abusive situations. I'm not blaming them. It's merely just an explanation of how we work, you know, the psychology of humans. And we identify certain traits from that toxic friendship with your relationship and you think it's an excuse to stay because like oh my friendships are like that and I love my friends you know I love this person and it's upsetting that we're not all it's not educated sometimes you just don't want to see things so you don't and you ignore it yeah I do agree Um, I was just gonna give a story time because I know Tony does have story times but you guys okay. can we're here for this. We're we're we're, we're comfortable and ready. Because it's it's relevant. It's relevant. So, me personally, I haven't been in a relationship before. However, a lot of my friends have been, and I've just seen it from you know second almost second hand. And um, there was this one situation where this this guy um, who I knew I wouldn't say we were friends, but like I I spoke to him occasionally. Um, and one time I saw him after school and I was like, oh yeah, hey, um, I'm not gonna say his name, but I'll just say, we'll call him Bob. <laughs> okay. Hey Bob, like, yeah. And um, he was like, oh, there's this girl that I like. And I was like, okay, like, that's good to know. And, okay, and Bob. Was, and then Bob was just describing me and I was just like. <laughs> oh. And then I was just like, oh, is it this girl? And, I, and my friend, I'll say her name, De- my friend Deborah, right? She is a dark-skinned girl. She's from Nigeria and stuff. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, yeah, my friend Deborah." And he said, oh, no, sorry, I don't, I don't go for dark skins. And I was like, oh, oh. oh. Colorism and is an, an excuse. Well, colorism mm. is alive and well. That That's lovely to hear. <laughs> yeah. And, and it wasn't, there's the colorism part of it. There's no justification why you don't go for dark skins. It's only because you've yeah. seen in the media that older men who are actually adults are with these light-skinned women. So that's why I feel like a lot of uh, celebrity culture is linked in to how we behave. So then when he said that to me, I was just like, hey, hey hold on, that doesn't make sense. And he was like, no, I only go for light-skinned girls. That's why I like this girl. And I was just like, you know, I don't think, that's a justification also we don't know how people how people would feel about that how do you know that my friend if she heard that wouldn't have gone and committed yeah. suicide do you know what I mean like mm. you don't know the scenario so I just feel like people should be authentically themselves because when you aren't that makes cracks in the relationship even more prominent yeah I think um a lot of teen boys and some girls but I think mainly teen boys they they see these things online, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, you know, this pair of shoes is cool. And this car is the one you should have. And this kind of house is what you go for. And even this is the type of girl you should be dating with. These are the Leng girls, not these yeah. ones. You know what I mean? And it's like, obviously, I, I, I don't like to use this term, but it's kind of objectifying in a way because you're, you know, th- there's no need to categorize girls like that. It doesn't, if, if they're attractive, you're, they're attractive. But what does, what does their skin tone matter? You're wiping out a whole category, a whole kind of, even you could argue ethnicity or type of yeah. person just because of how they look. And the worst thing is, is that if you were attracted to someone who was dark or white or whatever color, 
you would reject them just because society tells you that dark skins are ugly or white people are stupid. No offense, man, you're not stupid. That's fine. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like you can't just rely on how society sees you or your friends see you and stuff yeah. to make decisions. Um, this reminds me, I have a story time, Mas, if you want to go first, it's going to take up a bit. Well, all I was going to say is like, you can't rely on society because society constantly changes. Hmm, a thousand percent, so, it's been changing. So many things that happen nowadays were so like out back then, like the kind of things that are going on, like the kind of things that us, us teens get up to, well, some of us get up to would have been like, you would have been shunned back in the old days for doing, you know, like you can't always rely on society. You just have to pave your own way and hope it works out really. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to say is there, the thing with boys and their like um, expectations, they want things that they would never give. They want women to practically yeah. be their mothers, like, and want you to cook for me, to care for me, spoil me. You want a mother. A footballer's wife. That's the term. Yes. And there are people that I know who are in a relationship with certain people for their money. And, and Yeah, don't get me wrong. Obviously, don't get us wrong. Like, girls do the exact same thing. It's both, yeah. both genders. Just- Everyone does it. No one's exempt. Um, yeah, with them for their money, and he kind he flaunts. Oh, this is my girlfriend stuff. Like, look at her house. I've seen her house. I don't. I'm not friends with him, but I know everything about his relationship because he puts it out there, like it's mm. nothing. And I feel bad for her because the way he talks about her and the things that he's told people, multiple people, anyone, any and everyone, I feel bad for her because it's like you wouldn't want me knowing that, considering that you don't know me at all. Yeah. I've seen posts or where people repost things and there was one that I saw that was like a, a guy and his his girlfriend and it said the caption was oh um she she ain't the prettiest but she's loyal uh, bro you're not the cutest out of your boys either <laughs> exactly I'm saying and that's another thing I think though I feel like less especially with um, male and female couples I feel like generally the woman is better looking than the man tops mm. all the time. And I just feel like it's because girls are more connected to their emotions. And so men just see them as objects where women just see them as who they are, but it's not yeah. reciprocated <laughs> at yeah. all. There's like this giant, um, I can't remember the word right now, but there's a very big difference in how they're feeling and why they're in that relationship. Uh, speaking of gender and relationships, yeah. um, you know, same-sex relationships as well, I feel like they're a lot stronger because they start with the baseline friendship and the same principles that they would put into a friendship and then it grows from there, mm. which is probably why, you know, the breakups hurt more and all sorts. But yeah, um, yeah I feel like, not saying that they're perfect because a lot of them, a lot of same-sex relationships are very toxic because again, they're based on that friendship kind of schema. Not me using my yeah. psychology. Yes, guys. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very dangerous thing. Don't get in relationships. Um, like the thing is with girls as well. Like obviously, I am not a male. I don't know what it's like to be a male in a male friend group. But from the outside, 
they look obviously like they're friends and they care about one another, but it always seems very competitive. Obviously, you have like the gamer groups, you have all different types of people. But like, obviously, the main ones you see, like the quote unquote popular popular group kind of thing, it seems very competitive and they can be really spiteful to one another. They are, they are, but boys and their haircuts. If you if a guy comes to school and his haircut is messed up, he's finished. I'm saying, I'm saying Jaden is gossiping right now. We love that Jaden. And would you like hey. to would you like to add something to that? <laughs> like, this isn't why sometimes it's a God-given gift to be a female because <laughs> When I mm. see, if, if, say, if I came in and my hair was, was bad, like, people would think it, but they wouldn't say it to me. Yeah. And I would respect them. Or they, all my best friend would tell me, which I would appreciate. But the yeah, boys cool. are like, oh, your, your trims are kind of a bit, oof. But like, ooh. And I'm just like, there's no tact. There was no compassion. That was <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah. They skip the comments and go straight to yeah. the back of the neck with that palm. Just yeah. a good old slap yeah. on the back of the neck. It's upsetting. Yeah, if your hairline gets messed up, your life is trash for the next four weeks until it grows back. And like to be honest, yeah. it is it is a lack of social skills. Definitely. Yeah. It really is. And it's and it people don't treat it like the problem that it is. Like like we, we're the same age and people are always like, oh yeah, boys mature slut. Yeah, but like, do they have to though? Boys don't get Can't the, you teach them the mental nurture that we get as girls because we're very safeguarded yeah. so yeah. we have to learn things I, very quickly i do feel that way i do feel that way but at and the I, same time if hmm. if boys are like that way inclined they're automatically labeled gay which i think is a yeah. bit toxic. Like, on my instagram now you know i'm scrolling through my feed and I always see a man looking peng. And he's just, you know, he's doing his eyebrows with a bit of makeup and he's getting his beard on and he's and he's not gay. Like, he's got, a, like, I checked the account just to make sure, like, you know, he's got a girl, he's straight, he's not gay. But you go in the comments and it's just a bunch of homophobes. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, man's looking fresh and you, I don't... And as you can't really tell who's gay and who's not anyway. I feel like... A lot of cisgendered heterosexual men, I said what I said, say it louder again, cisgendered men Mm -hmm. are very threatened by any shred of femininity. Yeah. And I absolutely cherish guys who own their femininity and they're not scared of it because they know it doesn't threaten any masculinity they have. It strengthens you. It comes back to that boys don't cry thing, that toxic masculinity, I guess. It is, it is a cycle because yeah. obviously they hear their dads talking about it with disgust and whatever. And then it, it, with, with whatever their sexuality is, they won't say because they're too afraid. And then they'll pass that on to their kids out of bitterness or spite, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The boys don't cry thing. The fact that men's suicide rates are significantly higher than women's. Yeah. From birth, you know, you don't cry like a girl, you know? Um, you need to toughen up, grow a pair. Like being feminine or owning your emotions is something to be bullied about, something to be ashamed about for guys. And it shouldn't be. Teach your boys to cry, teach them to feel, teach them to emote. Because when they become these toxic men that you shame in the streets, oh, I can't find a good man. You didn't try and raise one. Yeah. 
And I think amongst, uh, I don't really want to bring it into a race thing, but I just feel like black men specifically, there's well, that's just okay. this... there's always a, there's always like a difference, you know. There's a cultural difference. That's cool to talk about. Yeah. I, I just don't want to be that person. Everything's got to be. No, racist. this is this is no, I mean? that's we cool. Definitely be talking about race on here. Yeah, course, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just was gonna say that. I just think because there is that stereotypical, uh, listens to drill music, you know, like hard and stuff. Yeah, it becomes even because you still have even for us. I feel like Tony, you could even say about being very the angry black woman, lady, like yeah. Do you know what we? You're just labeled the angry black person or the angry black woman. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's. I guess it's a lot harder, but at the same time, there isn't enough done in adolescence to stop that from carrying on to adulthood. So. I feel like society accepts that men are always going to be immature. One thing I think about that. Okay, let's say boys do mature a bit slower than girls do. Let's say that that's a scientific fact. Let's say they mature about two years later than girls. There are men in their 50s, in their 60s that still have that child, childlike thing. They're immature. They can't have serious conversations. The science is lacking. Yeah. Your evidence is, is flawed. Very from Jaden's um, iPhone. <laughs> oh, that's cool. You know what? Quick um quick tea spill. Um there is an there was an adult male in my life who is thank god no longer in my life he was an abusive horrible person anyways you know he was a grown man and he acted like a child and then he had an accidental child and um obviously he's he's a decent he's a he well no he's not he he shows up but he's not a good person and he's not a good dad because obviously he carries on the um boys don't cry my son isn't gay that kind of thing his son's like two four something like that but yeah he's and like he's he's what nearly 40 yeah so that so you know clearly it's obviously I know one one experience doesn't mean all of them and we're not saying all of them but most of you men I'm sorry but you know (laughs) some something should be done like this something like this cycle has to be broken yeah and I know it's so hard because to talk about one because you have to talk about the other I suppose like obviously that because women there's a lot we need to stop doing as well but I don't yeah. know it's just, it seems like of- if the male the male suicide rates are higher at the moment so this seems like the more pressing issue yeah and I'm not saying yeah. like I'm not trying to like say that women's suicide isn't as important I'm not saying that it's just like the high yeah. the numbers are higher you know there's a lot of uh toxicity toxicity between yeah. women though at the same time I feel like everything's competition yes and yeah. everything's um, like there's a lot of bad energy and we should really be banding together which I find really confusing yeah I feel like a lot of the time it's for male attention you know there's girls out there who they'll be fine around their friends but as soon as a guy that they like comes around they will throw their friend under the bus male yeah. attention and I feel like toxicity between women is scary because it's like we're already at a disadvantage because we're women. Why are we further pushing down other women to uplift ourselves? If we stand tall and we stand strong together, nothing can break her. 
people can say all they want oh no you know like there's women and men we're equal now that kind of thing but like in secondary school all I wanted to do at PE was play football and we had a previous PE like head of PE and he would allow me and a few other girls who wanted to join the boys he would allow us to do that but it wasn't in the rules, you know. It, girls don't play football. You don't. You don't play football, you know. So when he left and a new head of year joined, like head of PE joined, we were no longer allowed to play football, and that sucked. Well, and recently, obviously on Instagram, I've seen like protests coming up about it, which is quite cool. But yeah, it's not football. It's not on the women's curriculum, and I just think it's ridiculous. I think it's really unfair. Because I know a lot of girls wouldn't mind playing football when it's a popular sport, both boys and girls, you know? And I just think it's really, it's just, it's just, it's just quite upsetting, I guess. I don't know. It is. I, I was sick of playing netball. I love rounders in my whole heart. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Playing netball was the worst thing in the world. That's, that's the thing as well. At school, the netball team was everything. It was where all the catty girls were, okay? Um, I was on the basketball team, but the basketball team got cancelled because the basketball team is a very girly. I was on the football team. I was the captain of the football team. Football team got cancelled because it wasn't very girly. Anyways, long story short, I joined the netball team and the the girls, the girls were so... They didn't like me at all because obviously I wasn't part of their group or nothing like that. And um, that was like the starter thing. And yeah, because of that, they, I don't know, they just treated me very badly. Like they, they'd yeah. snatch the, um, like they'd snatch the, the, what are they called? The things that you wear with the, the vests, the bibs, the bibs, that's it. That's it. like, they'd snatch the bibs away from me and they'd be like, oh, you're playing here. They'd shout at me on the court. They'd whisper things about like, they f- thought that like they were everything because they joined the netball team. Yeah. And I don't blame them. Because the school treated them like they were everything because they were on the netball team. It's ridiculous. I feel like with girls, yeah, there's I think so many ways to separate us. And you've got, I feel like even when you go to a very mixed cultural school, yeah. we all divide off into um, our own groups. You know, you've got the popular girls, usually mainly quite white, depending on where you go to school. You've got the, the yeah. ghetto black girls, the, the, the smart people that you know, aren't cool apparently for some reason because they like anime. Like, there's so many subsections in schools. Yeah. And it's, it's Can we like- just talk about that that ghetto... Oh, sorry. Can we just talk about the ghetto black girl thing, right? Because I just feel like race as in a, as a whole, there's so many problems with it. Like, Yes, so yes, there many. are. For our viewers who would actually like to learn a thing or two, um, a microaggression... I'll, I'll give you an example. It's like, uh, okay, say a, a black man was just standing in an elevator, just chilling, waiting to go to his floor. And then a white woman gets in the elevator next to him and she like clutches her purse closed, yeah. you know, yeah. and she like moves away from him. It's not direct racism, but obviously it's still harmful and it's still very offensive 
And sorry, yeah. I know I, I know I'm white, but that's just you know I just thought I'd I'd, I'd give an explanation. If if you guys want to correct me or if if that was wrong, just just okay. let me know. I was, no, that, no, was, that was right. Um, oh, okay. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. In. See, I'm learning stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll just jump in because I actually did a drama piece about this, um, about microaggressions. Okay. That's yeah, so, so cool. Okay. I made like a little video about it. It's literally two minutes, and I'll just play it so you can guys can like hear the type of microaggressions that there are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hold on. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, your baby's so cute. Thank goodness he's not too dark, though. Oh my gosh, your baby's so cute. Thank goodness he's not too dark, though. Oh my gosh, your baby's so cute. Thank goodness he's not too dark, though. Oh my gosh, your baby's so cute. Thank goodness he's not Stupid Black Lives Matter stuff into the business. that's what we made about microaggressions that was powerful yeah um microaggressions i have another podcast with a group of uh girls at school it is called let's talk about dot dot um a table a group of uh black and ethnic people alike um and we were just having a lovely conversation about race and i brought up the fact that i felt like microaggressions should be classed as hate crimes because they Definitely. feel they feel like that especially when they build up it's the small things that hurt most because they keep on yeah. building and as I was as I said microaggressions a white person across the table from me had said what's a microaggression and in my spirit I 
I did feel angry because it's like I experienced these on a daily and you know you have your black friend next to you you should know what a microaggression is at the least and I did explain it to her and after my thorough explanation it was practically exactly as Matt had given us she said I don't think that's racism though really like I don't understand how white people can try and deny my experience of racism as a person of color see my personal beef of the that the all lives matter people it's it's just in the nicest way possible are you blind are you stupid yeah. are you all of the above because like the analogy that someone told me that was really um w- really eye-opening I guess was that like if you go to the mm. hospital and you break your arm the doctor's gonna be like well all bones matter they're not gonna say that to you because if your yeah. arm is broken they're not going to be looking at your leg are they so it's the same kind of thing like if obviously black lives matter the whole reason that's happening is because they want all lives to matter so really yeah. we're in we have the same idea but the way it's been proposed just makes it seem like everyone is part of the english defense league so yeah <laughs> It's, it's the EDL like, is real, guys, and unfortunately, it's it's full of many supporters. Um, it's just it's just like it's so it's so hard to like just. It's not even the fact that we have different opinions; it's that people become violent because of it. That's mm. the real issue. Because how can we get anywhere? If you want to just like shoot people or put your knee on a man's neck and suffer nine minutes or walk into someone's house when they're asleep in bed and shoot them. Like, how can we have a discussion and how can you get your point across as well from the other side if you're killing people and you're being violent and you're you're cutting down protests or you're, you know, yeah, just, I, I, I just think there's so much to it. There's so much to it. Like, even genetically, Black people are disadvantaged. They're, like, four times more likely to get diabetes, arthritis, all of those sort of things. And then on top of that, you have, like, the medical world not testing things on Black people, not, you know, including them in medical um, research. It's like every sector that there is yeah. there's problems within it and that's why it's just a lot bigger than just you know people should have equal rights sort of thing I, um, it has to be assessed yeah I um I don't want to say an actual number because I don't remember the statistic but I do remember there being a big difference between like the outcome of white and black pregnancies yes yeah childbirth is so dangerous is the most dangerous thing for a black woman aside from a policeman which is and both of those things for a, to be the biggest issue for black women is just a disgrace to our entire society it's disgraceful yeah. and and i think that's probably why there are things such as black feminism there's a there's a whole different yeah idea because it's a different battle tailored to different needs and speaking of which um the origins of healthcare um people used to experiment on black women they used to experiment on enslaved black women 
and it's it's horrible sorry guys there's one minute left in this zoom call and i don't want to cast off we will probably come back for a part two hopefully yeah um yeah another episode continue this yeah jane it was great to have you yeah it really was it really was i'm so happy um Um, yeah deep we we went there we all the way there (laughs) i'm proud of us Um, so yeah, to you guys listening, thank you so much. And I hope you come back. And yeah. Yep. Bye. Bye.